How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to Riders in the World. Back on the show today is Journey to SIUE. We'll get to the interview in just a moment, but first, a word for our listeners out there considering applying to Southern Illinois University Edwardsville's MFA program. The MFA at SIUE is for poets and writers of fiction looking to make a career in the arts. Admitted students benefit from small class sizes, award-winning faculty, and teaching assistantships, which come with a tuition waiver and monthly living stipend. During year two of SIUE's MFA, students undergo the Writer in the World sequence, which allows them to study community-based service learning pedagogies in the fall before partnering with a local organization to design a service learning program of their own. Learn all about the unique aspects of the MFA at SIUE at siue.edu forward slash graduate. Enjoy the show. Hello again, everybody. This is Grant Deem, and welcome back to Writers in the World. I'm joined today by fellow writer and workshopper Lindani Mamani. <laughs> Lindani, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And um, our theme for today is Journey to SIUE. So the topic, the questions will sort of focus on um, Lindani's own journey here to to the MFA at SIUE. So we can just start there. Um, what were you doing before coming to campus? Uh, <clears throat> You know, um, my journey is kind of uh, twisted and has taken a couple of turns and detours. Um, before I came to SIUE, I was actually at SIUC. So SIUC is where I got my PhD in Mass Communication and Media Arts in May of 2017. And since then, and actually even before that, I I have been teaching, so I've been teaching in the area of communication, intercultural communication, you know, the broader field, including uh, corporate communications. So here's how I ended up here at SIUE in an MFMA program um, that's specifically designed for creative writing. It, It was summer this year, and uh, my kids were bored, as they often are. <laughs> and uh, so the summer break, and, and I was looking for ways to fill their time, uh, ways that are not as boring as I am, as their mother. Uh, and, so, and so at that same time, I began writing short stories to entertain them. But out of that, I also decided that I wanted them. My desire for them is to is for them to create their own stories. Because because I have been teaching in the area of uh, mass communication and media representations, um, I often have to talk about, you know, who is represented, how they are represented, and who's absent. And when minority groups are represented, in what ways do do um, in what ways are they represented? And so I began to talk to my kids about stories they were reading, and I would be interested, and I wanted to see the characters, and I wanted to see the writers. And they realized that they were reading about other kids, they were reading about their friends, they were not reading about themselves. And so we started on this journey of writing our own stories. And so I thought, this is fun, but I have no training in this. And so 
Um, at the same time, I have a friend who is a PhD candidate at the University of Cape Town uh, in South Africa called Lisa Kuzula. She's in the area of uh, literacy and education. And they have this cool session that is called Shut Up and Write. And what they do is they come together as classmates and they, they just sit for maybe an hour writing silently and then they take a break and they talk about what it is that they wrote. So there's some form of accountability there but they also do peer review so to speak and so they read uh, one another's writings and they offer um, feedback. And so I thought this is cool so what, what I then started to do with my kids was um, after we had had breakfast, we would sit outside and we would start writing. Because they are small, their concentration levels are not great. Mm -hmm. And so we would write for 30 to 45 minutes. And then after that, talk about what it is that we wrote. And so I, I began this love for, for writing fiction, for writing stories. Aware though that my training is in academic writing, right? And so I was struggling with making my stories interesting. And that's why I'm here, to learn how to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's just an amazing story. I mean, it sounds like you were running your own sort of private workshop yourself. Without knowing that yes. it was, right? So I'm, I'm gathering that family is obviously a, a key factor um, in, in just choosing to yeah. pursue this. So um, I guess has it delivered on those initial desires, those... The, the program? Yes. The, the, the writing program, the workshop itself is is meeting most of those goals, right? It's, it's, still, it's still very new, of course. It's been, just been a couple of months now. Um, but I find that the colleagues that I have, uh, we have a mix of backgrounds. So for instance, I'm the only African. And uh, so, of course, my perspectives differ in certain ways, although we also converge in certain respects because some of the texts that we read are the same. And so um, what may differ are the lenses that we use to interpret what we are reading. But yes, in terms of, um, in ter of course, in terms of writing, I'm not on par by any means. But in terms of understanding stories and interpreting stories and offering um, one another guidance. That, that's, that's what I'm really appreciative of. Great. I'm just going to pause. Hello again. It's Grant, and I'm with Lindani Mamani. And we're talking today still about journeys to SIUE. Um, and I want to ask Lindani, sort of along the same lines of what we've already been talking about, if there's anything she's sort of looking forward to in the MFA program, either like her story is actually up tonight in a workshop, but that aside, um, if there's anything either... Scary in, stuff. Uh, yeah, no, it's it's very personal and it's a lot, but, um, you know, that's on the table in terms of talking about, but if you're thinking along the lines of anything you've learned maybe so far in your journey and through your journey this semester, think about portfolio or next there's, term. Oh, there's so much that I have learned and uh, that, that I continue to learn. And uh, in fact, from all the stories that have been put up for workshop that we've read and, and discussed in class, um, I, I don't just read to, so that I'm able to engage when the story is discussed. 
I read uh, so that I can learn something, so that I can pick up ideas also from what colleagues are writing about. But I also learn because I, I also understand that I am now contributing to this discourse community, right? This community of creative writers. Um, and so there are tricks that creative writers or fiction writers use in order to bring their stories to life. Um, in terms of character development, you know, descriptions and those things. And those may appear so basic to somebody who's been doing this, but I have no background in creative mm. writing at all. As I said, my background is in academic writing and in a different field also. Uh, and so I, 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 I look forward to the, to the next term. I also I also um, understand that professors also rotate, and so we will have a different professor. And so yes. I want to see, um, you know, what what that professor will bring to the table. That perhaps this prof because everyone has their own style and they have the, yeah. their own specific areas of focus or things that interest them. And so I want to see what it is that I pick up from the next one. Uh, maybe if we have new colleagues also next semester, then I want to see how those interactions shape up and how they work to inform my own kind of thinking and my own kind of writing process. Also because when I go home, um, my kids always ask me, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Is it worth that you question. leave us here, <laughs> you know, uh, every Wednesday to go to class? And, and my uh, sometimes I go home mad, mad because uh, maybe I am affected in a particular way by a story that we discussed or the, the, the direction the discussion took in class. But, um, but I always tell them that it's worth it. I tell my kids to never sit where they are comfortable. If I was that type of person, I would have been home in Johannesburg, maybe doing what I've always done. Because before I came here, I was a press officer for the Ministry of Finance. Uh, which was great, <laughs> right? But that was comfortable, and so I was appreciative when my husband, who we are actually here because of him. So when things don't work out in my life, I always blame him. <laughs> he got headhunted because uh, yeah. he's an engineer, right? Um, and so, uh, and we, we had a very comfortable life at home, and I like to stress that because I've found that people here have a very uh, limiting or limited perspective about African countries. They don't even yeah. realize that Africa is a continent, right? right. Um, and so I, I and so uh, I even in the stories that I write, I think I've found an area of focus for me um, in ways in which ways in which I can contribute, perhaps and. Um, busting certain stereotypes, although I don't think that that's my role necessarily, but of course it's something that I also right. want to do. Yeah, I mean, audience, you know, when you think about who's reading this, that, yes. that can you can even try to resist it, but it can still creep into, and that's yeah. not necessarily a bad thing. And I would maybe maybe we can end on a follow up to that is you, you there was a few other things I wanted to ask you just about mask com and media arts and mm. if that factored into your writing style of fiction at all it does it does perhaps not just the field but uh the content of the field because i i like to think about culture and that comes from my background in mass communication and uh media arts because 
my dissertation looks at the representation of black people by black people <laughs> in, in, in mass media in South Africa, but I, I, I focus primarily in the weddings uh, of black South Africans. And, and, and it's very fascinating because we have two types. One is very, uh, one is, and I'm using air quotes here, <laughs> Western and white, and the other one is African and echoes again traditional whatever mm. traditional means but in, in this case it means a wedding that is not premised on uh, what white western values and, and approaches in other words even the clothes that you wear the things that people say the food that you eat right. during that wedding event is very different from what you do at, during the white wedding and so i looked at issues of um hyper commercialism mm -hmm. and consumerism mm -hmm. and issues of class are very tied into yes. that and the representation of gender and who takes on what role and, and you, you i mean i don't think we think about this often but even wedding planning is very gendered yes uh, yeah, so you right. find that it's women who take on the role and and so it's as it's a it's, it's like a preempting of marriage roles so to speak and it's very fascinating and so even there so so uh, going back to your question then the stories that i'm writing uh, i use some of that knowledge that right, emanates yeah. from what i already know that um on, on its own emerges from the mass media and um, cultural background that I have. Yeah, no, and I'm, I'm thinking back to both your stories that you put up in Workshop this term and, and how those themes sort of ripple through them. And, yeah. And it, it, is a, it is a learning experience. I feel confident that I could say that about everybody else in there too, not just me. <laughs> that it's, it's, it's a rich experience reading your stuff because it's not just characters and plot, but there um, is a cultural lesson to sort of be learned there too. And that's what I hope never to lose. I'm going to ask you one more thing. <laughs> Before Lindani goes, um, I wanted to go back to something she had said about when she reads, she reads not just to understand story on a, on a plot level or character level, but to also learn something um, about the culture from which that story has come from. And I pose the question to her, is there something that you hope um, an audience or a certain type of reader gets or learns from your work? If, if I could have readers pick up my work, read it, and then by the time they put it down, they've learned something, something that they did not know about some cultural element that I maybe elaborated or on or wrote about in the story. Uh, because at, the, at my core, I am a teacher. And I don't want to lose that. Mm -hmm. and, and I want that to come through in the stories that I write. Whether or not I'll end up writing boring stories because I have these uh, goals, big goals in my head. But I wish for somebody, I wish for uh, whoever picks up my work to read to say, aha, I did not know mm -hmm. this. And if my work goes as far as busting a stereotype, as helping somebody uh, reflect on their own perceptions about me or about the places I write about, then I think I would have succeeded. Right. If, if they maybe feel a little uncomfortable. If they feel a little uncomfortable, right. which I think workshops should do right. <laughs> and stories that we write. I don't think that stories that we write should necessarily 
affirm us all the time, but I think they should leave us with some mes messages that we cannot immediately respond or yeah. answer to or have an immediate response to, so to speak, but leave us with these questions that allow us to keep going back to, to check ourselves, to check um, our perspectives, mm -hmm. our, our ideas about people and places. Well, that's a great sentiment to end on, and I thank you so much, Lindani, for taking time, especially on your workshop, oh my, to come and day. speak to me. <laughs> no problem. Thank you very much. Sure. Hello again, everyone, and as always, thanks for listening. Interviews with Authors is up next week on Writers in the World. Join me on Monday as I sit down with the author of In a Trance on Paleo Art, Dr. Jeffrey Scoblow. We talk about genre, point of view, and the role research plays in the writing process. <laughs>